Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Podcast. So today's episode is going to be a mindset episode, and it is something that I believe an awful lot of people can struggle with when they're trying to go on a fat loss journey or a weight loss journey, and it is something that a lot of people can really struggle with, and it is something that I see on a regular basis and it also doesn't necessarily always have to be just about fat loss or weight loss it could be about anything so i'm going to give you a bit of an example and a common situation that can happen and it is something kind of that a lot of people kind of well probably some will relate to more than others but a lot of people will relate to it nonetheless so i'm gonna talk about a typical person who would suffer with what i'm about to talk about which is tall poppy syndrome okay so i'm going to give the context i'm going to give the story first and then i'm going to give you what tall poppy syndrome is and it'll be interesting to see if you as you are listening it's kind of like tick 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 so mary is a business owner married with three teenage kids so over the past few years she's invested a lot of time and money into the business time and her family an effort and to kind of keep it growing her husband also worked full-time to help with income and as a lot of the money that the business brought in it was reinvested into it but this year all their hard work paid off and they're the most successful profitable year they've ever had then mary decided that instead of continuing to work longer hours she was going to employ someone else in the business so she could spend more time with her family and herself and her husband always loved camping as a family but hadn't done for several years due to the long working hours but they decided to upgrade their old tent and buy a caravan as they figured out this would make it easier to head away for the weekend at the last minute mary also decided to reward her family for the hard work and sacrifice they made to a once in a lifetime trip over to over to the states which included a trip over to disneyland and mary was so proud of what she'd actually achieved that she didn't want to make a de- make a big deal about buying the caravan and booking an overseas trip. She decided not to tell her brother who lived a little while away because she had been jealous of he had been je- jealous of Mary for a while and her business and didn't understand how hard she had it and how hard it was to run an actual business and keep a family and roof over their head. So on the day she picked up the caravan, she felt more anxious than excited because she felt that. Her neighbours would think she was kind of like a bit of a show pony or a show off, bringing home this van, saying that, oh, look how amazing I am, that I've got more money than you, I'm better than you. And the last thing she wanted was to get them offside because they were feeling jealous. Even though she had worked really, really hard to afford this thing that she's enjoyed, this caravan, this holiday, she knew things that these would upset some people. So she didn't want to draw too much attention to it. And when she when her kids posted about this thing about on social media about they were going to Disneyland, Mary felt that so anxious about beginning to kind of show this off or she began to worry that people would think that she was a show off or a big deal. She was so worried about what people would think that she asked her kids to delete their social media posts. Now, Simone, who is Mary's neighbour, noticed the new car the new noticed the new caravan in Mary's driveway. She rang her friend Caroline, who lived in the same road and the stage to kind of tell her as well and then simone have you seen the size of the van have you seen the size of what's in her in her driveway or on the road it must have cost a fortune i wonder how she afforded it and then caroline kind of got annoyed about it too that she was kind of being a show off 
And did you hear they've also booked a holiday as well? And Simone got irritated. How can they afford that? And they t- they send their kids to private school. They've got their own business. She works in mental hours. She must be rolling it. And we can barely scrape by enough to kind of get any holiday, whether to put food onto the table either. And then Caroline was getting in, getting annoyed even further. What I think her parents are well off, so they probably helped out with money along the way. It's not fair how other people have it so easy while we're struggling to everything I have. So Simone and Caroline were basically having a bit of a bit of a fest about why Mary was succeeding. So if you can relate to this scenario in any way about kind of what's going on in your head of things that you want to do and you're afraid to do it because of what other people are thinking, I don't think you're going to be alone on what this actually is. So if you could actually relate to this scenario, the chances are you're part of a phenomenon called in our lovely society that we live in called tall poppy syndrome. And this can show up in many, many different ways. For example, maybe you've offered a promotion at work, but you're afraid to be in the limelight or you don't feel that you're worthy of it. Maybe you don't want to, maybe you should be, you could be scaling your business, but you're worried about what other people will say. Maybe you don't want others to know you're flying business class when you're going on your holiday in case they think you're showing off. Maybe it's that you've bought a new car because you don't want other people or your neighbors to kind of say, oh, they must have X, Y, or Z. Or maybe you gossip about other people who are enjoying success. And tall poppy syndrome, you can see, can manifest in life in many other different ways, whether you shrink yourself, your talents, your achievements to avoid attention, or whether you envy other people succeeding. You see, it it affects your relationships, your happiness, and your weight in many different ways. So we need to look at what tall poppy syndrome is now. So tall poppy syndrome is a social phenomenon where people of merit are resented because of their achievements. It's a term that refers to the tendency to cut down to size those who are experiencing success. This is often put by done by, how to say, speaking badly about others, usually behind their back, sabotaging them, acting as if their achievement doesn't deserve celebrating or implying that this is a reason other than hard work for the success that it's been fed to them or given to them that they haven't had to work very hard at all for it. And thought poppy syndrome is based on the idea that poppy should grow to all grow to the same height if one grows taller on the rest and the, re- the the grower cuts it back to size in order to keep the height of the flowers the same so tall poppy syndrome is prevalent in more so in kind of like australian and kiwi culture and appears to stem from the australian cultural narrative of everything have everyone uh having a fair go and engaging in this tall poppy syndrome or letting it dictate how you live can have disastrous effects on your life and, and on your weight and how you feel about yourself There are usually two groups of people involved in tall poppy syndrome. Those who get cut down and those who do the cutting. So why does it happen? So tall poppy syndrome is a result of insecurity, which is born out of low self-worth. Okay. People with these, with this element of it, and because these people are insecure, they feel that putting other people down will make them feel better about themselves. They gossip. They gossip about other people because it's easier to look for and have a running commentary on other people's faults than look in the mirror and actually deal with their own faults and insecurities. Only insecure people put other people down, while people who are not insecure support other people. Think of it this way. Whenever you think about people up at the top or the really wealthy or the sports people that we kind of idolize, we all have a comment about what they do if they make any fault oh they don't they've done this that person shouldn't be doing this or saying this 
or they've only ever got there because they were lucky or because they had someone's investment or they were given the best opportunities. But you never hear someone who's kind of like that would be near the top putting people who are maybe beneath them in wealth or whatever it may be down. It's only the people who are who are maybe see themselves in lower stature or lower on that ranking. They're the people that take swipes of people at the top. It's never the opposite way around. And it's an insecurity. We all have insecurities and there's nothing wrong with that. They can either help us or they can not help us. And and if there is something wrong, if you're not working on the insecurities and then spending time cutting down other people, well then you're not going to be very well liked and you're going to be pretty miserable. And insecure people can often find other people's success uncomfortable because it often shines a light on what they're not doing and may call into question their own effort. And people who cut other people down to do so in an attempt to make themselves feel better who they are and what they haven't achieved, they often think that dimming someone else's light will help them shine brighter on their own. And people who are afraid to succeed or being fear of judged can cut down other people quite easily. And those who are afraid to shine often try to help other people and try to keep other people happy so they can fit in and be liked by everyone instead of following their own path and reaching what they actually want to do. And this fear is ultimately based on low self-worth. So some of these things, I'm going to give you a list of about 10, 12 things that I've kind of a list out of that I've created of what cutting down tall poppies could actually look like. Feeling jealous about other people's success. Gossiping about other people behind their back. Trying to sabotage your success by spreading rumours. Believing other people's success is due to luck. Looking for faults in successful people. Denying the work that the successful person put into achieving their results. Gloating. Or feeling pleased when someone fails at something. Socially excluding people who are succeeding. Downplaying or ignoring other people's achievements. Making snide remarks about someone else. Giving backhanded comments to someone who is succeeding. Avoiding being successful. Or be, avoid being successful around successful people, should I say. Only supporting people who are lower or further back than you are. And only supporting those people. Feeling feeling angry when someone else is praised for the success. Having a victim mentality and think it's, it's all right for them. They've had it easy. Comparing yourself with other people. So... There's probably a long list of that there and there's probably more that I've missed out but there's probably an element of that list where you're kind of tick, 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 tick. Like I can tick a few of those. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not. I know I can resonate with about three of those on that list that I've created. That there are areas where I would have made comments in the past on certain things on that list so I'm not above and this isn't a place a place of gloating or it isn't a place of judgment it's just making you aware of certain things so are you actually afraid of being a tall poppy is a big question to ask yourself as well have you ever found yourself playing small because you're worried about being criticized for showing the world just how like class you are and just as these are signs you, you engage in tall poppy syndrome, they're all signs that you may be afraid to be a tall poppy itself. Hesitating to share your success, feeling guilty for doing well, worrying about what other people think of you, 
hiding your gifts and talents, not wanting to post your achievements on social media, downplaying your achievements, worrying that your success will upset someone or hurt their feelings, not putting their best efforts in, feeling anxious about people praising your success, aiming for mediocre results so you can fit in with other people, and engaging in people-pleasing behaviors instead of following your own path. So I can resonate with a few of those, but I can also spot people who I've worked with in the past and work with now where when they're talking about their own weight loss and fat loss journeys, they're not, they're downplaying their achievements. They've never really give themselves any credit. They worry about the success will upset someone else that, and this can happen sometimes with partners, is that partners can get jealous of if this person sorts their shit out, they're going to leave me for someone else. That scarcity mindset can come in and I've seen it happen with clients before. Their partners start to ramp up and kind of get a little bit insecure about that if they're starting to get in shape and look their best and feel their best that they're going to leave them for someone else because they've got this new confidence. But it could also be a feeling guilty for doing well or whether you feel that you're worthy of results. So those are the three or four that I can spot straight away from clients that I've worked with in the past and currently working with. It's also worth knowing that if you worry about what people are judging you for your success, it's a good chance you judge yourself. That's a good chance you judge other people as well. For example, if you think someone, you'll think you're kind of showing off, chances are that you're that's how you view other people as well. So now I'm going to talk about how this actually impacts on your fat loss, on your weight loss, okay? So engaging in either of these above behaviors will impact your weight more than you actually realize. All right, here's why. You won't focus on your own journey. Full stop, exclamation mark. Cutting down other people or being afraid to be cut down means you're not focusing on your own journey to lose fat. Instead, you're too busy watching what other people are doing and allowing their actions to dictate what you will do. So for example, you're either too busy watching what other people are doing, aka social media, so that you can cut them down, make comments, send them fucking sneaky DMs, or comment under them being negative, or you're watching the poppy, the poppy cutters and doing what what you can to avoid them. You won't focus on the right actions. You're, when you're too busy watching what other people are doing, you won't have time to do things that will help you lose fat or get in the way you want to look. So for example, if you're afraid that other people are going to gossip about you behind your back, then you're more likely to engage in people-pleasing behaviors to avoid this. This won't help you at all. Similarly, if you're putting your energy into tearing other people down, then you won't be focusing on things that you need to do. Too many people will focus on doing everything else by what they need to do as a way to protect themselves from maybe failing, fear of success, fear of failing, trying to be perfect. You'll feel more stressed, constantly watching what other people are doing, either to tear them down or to avoid them being torn down. It's exhausting. It's stressful. It can also create feelings of jealousy, anger, and resentment. And the stress involved in this will take its toll and prevent you from losing weight. It, will help, it won't help your sleep. It won't help your appetite. It will either increase it or decrease it. It will impact your mood. So when your mood goes down, your motivation goes down. And when your motivation goes down, shit happens. You won't work on your habits at all. Spending your time gossiping and tearing other people down or hiding your success won't help you get results because you won't be spending time dealing with the habits that led you to become overweight. Your habits are what will determine your weight, not what other people are doing. By working on yourself and focusing on the habits that you need to change, you'll begin to make progress. 
okay? And I would advise you to listen to the Why Weight Loss is Never About Food or Exercise episode that was out recently. You won't celebrate any of your wins. Worrying about being cut down by other people means that you won't celebrate your wins. And this is something that I've struggled with. Celebrating your success is an important part of the process when it comes to weight loss transformations. This improves your confidence and keeps you motivated to keep progressing. It also helps you to build momentum and create that snowball effect where your results keep compounding over time. Like I talk about this week when I'm recording this episode about one of my clients who's lost 50 pounds in the space of a year. And there was a comment put under the post that I shared. And I know a person who put it under because he used to train in the gym that I used to work out of. And we became quite friendly. And he just said, well, that's about, on average, about a pound a week over the course of a year. So you can see that when you do it that way, it actually makes more achievable. And when he said that, I was like, holy shit, he's getting what I'm trying to say in this post. It's about small, achievable wins along the way that are going to lead to spectacular actions and spectacular results. You'll end up self-sabotaging yourself as well. Worrying about what other people think of you will mean you'll end up sabotaging yourself because you're afraid of what they'll say or do if if you succeed. And this will cause you to engage in behaviours that you may not support your weight loss. Drinking to success, eating not amazing food, and not prioritising your weekly food prep or getting a shop in or your regular training. So basically doing the things that will help you. You'll also have toxic relationships as well. Engaging in this tall poppy syndrome, either as a person who likes to cut other people down or someone who is actively trying to avoid it, will contribute to toxic, unhealthy relationships and unhappy relationships. People who cut down other people only associate with other people who cut down successful people. Like-minded people attract each other, basically. This means you'll surround yourself with people to help you learn and become the person you need to be in order to lose weight or lose fat. Instead, you'll be surrounded by people who will enable you to enable your sabotaging behaviours, which will keep you stuck in the same unhappy place that you're potentially in right now. And trying to keep other people happy by denying your own success will will mean you'll be end up unhappy. Instead of doing what's right for you, you'll end up spending time to try and help each other and keep each other unhappy because you won't have your own best interests at heart. These people won't support you or encourage you in any way. They won't call you out on your things that are sabotaging your success. They won't help you to keep you accountable to your goals. In short, you'll be surrounded by people who will hold you back. That's why when I stopped drinking about seven years ago, and I've thought about doing an episode on seven years with no drink, but I'm reluctant to do it at the same time because sometimes when you talk about not drinking, it can kind of sound a bit preachy. But I know that when I stopped drinking, I lost an awful lot of my buddies. They were drinking buddies. They may not have been in a great place mentally and I surrounded myself with them so misery loves company. And since then, it's it's kind of, I've surrounded myself with people from different walks of life, have different people in my, in my life for different things like relationships, companionship, friendships, like work advice, financial advice, nutrition and training advice, whatever it may be. I have a different person for each of those because it's an awful lot to expect one person to have the ability for all of those. That's a lot of pressure to put on someone. So rather than putting all the pressure onto one person, try to, if you look at your group, you probably go to your friend for this advice. You probably need another person to go to for this advice and it will help you. It'll help you to become a little bit more accountable. You'll be surrounded by people, a lot more people than you probably realize right now. So what you actually need to do if you're sick of this merry-go-round and not getting the results that you're looking for 
there are two things that will make the massive, massive difference for you, okay? They're not easy, but they can be done. And I see it all the time with the clients that I work with on a one-to-one basis, all the time. One, build your self-worth. The first is to build your self-worth. When you feel worthy, you won't be threatened by other people's success and you won't feel the need to tear them down. Instead of spending your time cutting people down, you'll have time to focus on your own journey and to do the things that will help you to, to, to achieve the results you've always wanted. On the flip side, when you increase your self-worth, you won't care what other people say about you or what you do. You'll value yourself and your goals enough to block out that noise. Unfollowing people, getting rid of TikTok, getting rid of social media, rather than watching what other people are doing and they're saying, I don't have time. The amount of times that people will kind of have this belief system because I was one of these that is saying I didn't have enough time in the day in order to do everything but you're kind of like well what are you doing like if you actually did an audit on each day what are you doing each day like I know there's I've got clients who are very very tight in time and I and we've worked through an awful lot it's kind of like right we need to be more realistic can we get two 20 minute workouts in your week and they're like yeah that's achievable so that's a lot more achievable for them so it meets them at their level which is the max they can do, and they're getting spectacular results and mental health changes and body changes and body composition changes because of meeting them at their level. I haven't got this unfair expectation or real unrealistic expectation that they've potentially had on themselves that they need to be in the gym five times a week for one hour every session. That's often what the issue is. It's the expectation of what you think you need to do stops an awful lot of people from actually doing what they want to do because it becomes a self-professing story. And this will help you to block out the noise and it'll help you to stop out the people pleasing and it will help you to lead you where you want to go. You'll feel free to work for yourself, put your best effort in, whatever you can do, and it'll help you to reach your potential and your actual goals. The other factor that impacts your fat loss results and your success is the people you surround yourself with. There are maximums, there's a lot of studies saying that who you surround yourself with and having support and accountability will lead to long-term fat loss results. People with self-worth don't need to put others down to feel good about themselves. They understand it. They understand that if someone else's light shines, it doesn't dim their own. People with self-worth celebrate other people's success, but also help them accountable and don't enable their self-sabotaging behaviors that will prevent them from succeeding. My job here as a coach, whether it be the female fat loss program or whether it be the one-to-one coaching and now we've got Alyssa who is the brand new coach which with Shane Walsh Fitness our job here is to help you to achieve what you want what you can to no longer feel threatened by other people's success to help you feel like you again to provide a supportive caring environment and community that not only holds each other accountable but celebrates everyone else's success. My job is to give you the knowledge, the systems, the strategies, the tools and skills to help you stay on track with where you want to go, even on your worst days, because the days that make the difference aren't the perfect days. That make the difference are your non-perfect days. So if you are ready to reach wherever you want to go, your fat loss results and keep them off, then pop me a DM or click at the link in the show notes. We can book in a free call and we can kind of go from there. And we can go for one-to-one coaching. The spaces are very, very limited because I'm in a very, very fortunate position now that I'm, I select who I work with. 
based off where I feel my skills are matched. I don't take on everyone that applies or everyone that applies because I know I can't help everyone. I'm at that stage now where I'm six years in business in about two weeks and I know now that I used to take on everyone and then when I couldn't match up to their expectations or couldn't match them or the quality of my work went, I know that they weren't the right fit for me or I wasn't the right fit for them and I'm okay with that. So if you want to work with me and reach your full potential, get in contact now. Pop a link in the show. Uh, there's a link in the show notes or you can click on or pop me a DM. So if, you, if you've enjoyed this episode at all, please do tag it up on your story. And my biggest, my biggest question, biggest request after listening to each of these episodes is please leave a review up on iTunes and Spotify. The more people that leave a review up on iTunes and Spotify, the bigger the podcast can get. It's stagnated for a while now where the growth can go and I need your help to grow it even further. So thank you for listening to the episode and I hope you are good.